0: okay 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 my dream, my fantasy, bonjour je Nikki. i'm tanisha hey guys it's veda and welcome to our podcast thinking, thinking out, out loud.
1: loud so today we're going to focus on racism colorism and all the in-betweens So, as we're scrolling through our Instagram feeds and Mm -hmm. sliding through the stories, we've noticed that posts and stories pertaining to the Black Lives Matter movement have significantly dropped. Black Lives Matter is a movement and should not be treated as a moment. We wanted to start off this episode by emphasizing that Black Lives Matter is still relevant. It is,
2: and Mm -hmm. I feel like um, especially... After, like, George Floyd, that was the alarm that we've been constantly hitting snooze on. And June 2nd, 2020, uh, was the day in which the whole world felt the vibration through Blackout Tuesdays, which was that, um, if you didn't know what that is already, that's, um, when people posted a black screen Mm -hmm. or just, like, a black wallpaper or something, Mm -hmm. um, and just posted that and they captioned it, hashtag Blackout Tuesday, um, and... These posts shook the world, showing that what, showing what social media was truly capable of. Although these posts did bring much-needed awareness to Black Lives Matter, people started taking this as a trend.
0: Exactly. Which it is
2: not a trend. Um, it's definitely not a trend. It's a movement.
0: So a very large percentage of the people who posted these black squares just posted it and just dipped nothing before nothing after no information was said throughout these posts as they treated this as a trend and that's the point it's not a trend i'm not sure what people need to do to jam this fact into their heads but black lives matter is no way in no way a trend and should not be treated as one which is what is happening with social media these days
2: yeah and i've Like, it's just alarming, like, when that was happening, that a lot of people with, like, stories and stuff like that, like, people, Mm -hmm. what they were doing is they were just posting it because other people were posting it. Yeah. And
1: that... Didn't know anything about the movement. They were totally
2: ignorant about it and didn't know anything didn't know what was happening.
1: It's great to support that, but then carry on about it, like, educate yourself on the topic. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: You're not doing anything by just posting a bunch of black squares. You're just... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe at most making certain, like, people of government feel more comfortable, but other than that...
2: Yeah. And I had this friend who was just like, yeah, I was just posting it because people were, like, forcing me to and telling me to. I was like, why? why are you posting it if you like you that shouldn't be your reasoning behind that at all you should you should do it because you believe in it and you should do it because you want to do it exactly and i
1: know people are also asking should i delete the square now like or not Mm -hmm. which was a big topic and it's fine you can either keep it there or delete it like
0: Mm -hmm. yeah but so not many people know what Racism and colorism really uh, are. Yeah, so. yeah.
2: So, like, mm. so today's topic is all about racism and colorism. Yes. And they are, in fact, two different things. And mm-hmm. people often mistake them for the same thing. So, um, racism. Okay, so this is a Google definition. And basically, this podcast is to help you guys understand it into easier terms. Exactly. So, um, okay. So, this is the Google definition. Racism um, is prejudice, discrimination, or anti antagonism directed against a person or people on the basis of their membership of a particular racial or ethnic group typically one that is minority or marginalized that is a whole chunk yes (laughs) um what's the simplified meaning tanisha
0: so the simplified meaning is literally just unfair treatment of people based on the opinion that one race is better than another race or races now Mm -hmm. how is this different from colorism you may ask so okay so that that
2: was just a simpler term so putting it okay so this is the colorism meaning like google definition meaning and it's prejudice or discrimination against individuals with a dark skin tone typically among people of the same ethnic or racial group so colorism is when um there's discrimination between the same ethnic racial group so for example um, let's take African-Americans, as you can tell, there are um, light-skinned people and dark-skinned people, and that's when there's um, discrimination between those two. That's colorism, and racism is um, taking racial and ethnic groups and basically um, just unfair treatment based on the race itself. So it's comparing races versus colorism is when it's in the
1: race. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything mm-hmm. to add on? Yeah, I know there was a post talking about, like, South Asians in specific. Like, colorism is in all cultures. Stereotypes are in all cultures. And, like, it was about how, like, we're grown up with the concept that, like, fair is, like, Better. superior. Better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We played with dolls and we're, like, like, what's it called? Organized them or, like, played with them according to their skin tone.
2: Mm-hmm. And put... Yeah, I mean, like, dolls. fair is beautiful. Yes. But... Also, so is dark. Dark, so, dark yeah. is beautiful as well. I, I mean, also
0: really like what Nikki was saying about the dolls. You know, we all mm-hmm. grew up with, you know, these light-skinned American girl dolls, these brat dolls or whatever. Yeah. Where are the people of color? You know, mm-hmm. it's we grew up playing with white toys, never black or brown toys. You know, so it's kind of like really engraved into our childhoods as well
2: exactly mm-hmm. so own your melanin mm, yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> like you are beautiful in your own skin and mm-hmm. if you have not heard that already you are so yeah and yes. when people
1: make comments that are what is hurtful yeah hurtful towards your skin tone or color they're just probably not as confident in their own and you need to tell them they're just jealous yeah, yeah. They're,
2: jealous. they're just jealous <laughs> of you and
0: your beauty
1: yes. yeah
2: Okay, so, Tanisha, would you, we're just, um, Tanisha, would you like to put out some facts?
0: <laughs> yes. So, this is to all the people that say white privilege is not real. Open your ears, please. Okay, so, according to the U.S. Department of Education Office for Civil Rights, black students are three times more likely to be suspended for doing the same infractures as a white student. Can we just, like, whoa. That is not okay. That is it's not, not okay. fair.
2: Mm-hmm. That is nowhere like near fair mm-hmm. how um b- uh, black people black students are um more likely to be suspended for doing the same thing as a white student mm-hmm. that's white yeah. privilege
1: right there
0: yes it's a prime example of that's white privilege. yeah and that's because of there.
1: something they're born with they can't change that yeah yeah it's, yeah. it's literally a can...
0: skin color a skin color it's you're... so dumb it's like Mm -hmm. How much melanin you have determines how much trouble you'll be in. Like, Mm -hmm. put into simpler Mm -hmm. terms, yeah. And, like, you might not think of it
1: that way. It's not that straightforward. But then, like, eventually it is. You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) That's not even half of the facts I have. A University of Chicago study released that more than half of all young Black Americans know someone, including themselves, who have been harassed by the police. Oh, gosh. More than half. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I've I've seen like Instagram
2: posts about how the coronavirus has taken more black people wow. yeah, than yeah. white people, and it's it's not because of the coronavirus. It's because of
0: everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. According to statistics provided by the U.S. Department of Justice, also shows that black drivers are thirty one percent more likely to get pulled over by police. So for my last fact, but is definitely. Just among the millions of facts that I could go to prove that white privilege is real is that one study found that 67% of doctors have had a bias against African-American patients. 67%. 67%. Higher
1: than half. Wow. Yeah. yeah, and it's just because of the skin color. It's like, crazy.
2: You're looking at skin color. Oh, well, that skin color is darker than the other, so they're put in um, lower... Yeah
0: rankings rankings yeah Yeah, i think it's only
1: in the past like jim crow laws act but it still exists yeah
0: it's crazy that you're putting your lives into these doctors you're giving them hundreds of thousands of dollars just for them to push you aside by the color of your skin
2: talking about white privilege systematic racism now a lot of people don't know what systematic racism is and it i don't want to say it's hard to explain it's um a touchy subject and it it exists. So systematic racism is when a system operates to disadvantage people based on the color of their skin. So just as some of the facts that Tanisha brought up, things like in the hospital or systems like um, the government, um, schooling, colleges, policing, literally any system. It's when they disadvantage people based on how much melanin they have or the color of their skin, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. It is that is completely unjustified. Yeah. And there's no single there's no single cause for it. It's just how our minds have turned because of how people have started to think.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've grown up that way. Maybe certain people around us have brainwashed
0: us into thinking a certain way, one color is like over the other. And it's not right. As for our mm. next segment, we're going to be with Nikki when she's talking about people's experiences. Yeah, so,
1: yeah, so we put up a poll on our um, Instagram asking you guys your experiences and our thoughts on racism and colorism. So thank you for everyone who responded to that, we really appreciate it, and we're going to keep um the- these responses anonymous. So this is what Anonymous said. Got told I have SHIT dark skin by a North Indian. He stood in the middle of the carpool waiting area, and he yelled he was the new Indian Hitler, and was going to eradicate all South Indians, starting with the dark-skinned ones. The principal was right there and didn't say anything. Wow okay so I myself have never really experienced or witnessed multiple like instances of racism or colorism but I've like recently heard so many people talking about their personal experiences with it so it obviously clearly exists in both past and present society. So regarding the person who had the audacity to comment on this person's skin tone and honestly deserve to receive some sort of punishment or consequence which the principals yeah. definitely
2: should have done something exactly. yes yeah like that's crazy. crazy yeah and that is not okay to go back to such a hard time and like yeah. go like and say like I'm such a bad person like yeah. Hitler and you're gonna say crazy. you're gonna wipe out the it's whole okay. and he got away
1: with it and you're going back to school knowing that there's people in your school who didn't like get consequences by saying something like that so another person responded with a prime example of racism they said i think that the most explicit form of racism i've ever experienced was in kindergarten when this girl told me that she didn't like black people but everything else in my life has just been microaggressions non-black people saying the n-word white people saying saying i'm acting white or black the insistence on touching my hair and subtly racist comments theft of black culture, etc. So you'd think people would learn to stop using such words after seeing so many post stories, etc. about how unacceptable it is and the fact that it makes so many people uncomfortable in their own color and cultural background. You simply cannot say everyone says it so I do too, like it's not okay to say it. And i don't think it's cool to say it and if you haven't realized already the new cool is someone who stands up for people of all color races and genders yeah
2: so, like yeah. so many people say the n-word thinking it's not a racial slur they thinking n-word. it's they have the past they have the n-word the past
0: uh oh. that is that does is not, not exist not yeah does not um, exist yes, I- it's just an excuse to appropriate black culture and black words which is not okay so Whoever has said the N-word, pass or not, no respect at all, zero respect for you.
2: Yeah, like, I know a person who literally said, oh, I had the N-word pass, and I I was like, D- the N-word pass is non-existent. Yes. You yeah. do not have it because yes. it does not exist. Like,
1: yeah.
2: that... Oh Don't
0: understand. Especially person. in the age of knowledge, which we're in right now, it's... Yeah. Your choice if you want to be ignorant on this or not, so... Exactly. In this generation, you should be, like,
1: educated already on the word. You should know what it is. Yes. And, like, a lot of people have come up saying, oh, why shouldn't I use the word? And I think oh. it's pretty obvious. Like, oh,
2: yeah. What's wrong with what I said? I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, I got the pass, or um, I I don't know what's wrong
0: with it. Like, literally, guys, it's 2020. Yeah. yeah. And then they get mad when their, quote-unquote, careers are exactly. ruined. like. So it's not like they, they don't own up it. to it but right. just don't say
1: it yeah mm-hmm.
0: so talking about how someone said about microaggressions i like to really get into that so microaggressions are everyday subtle and a lot of times unintentional interactions or behaviors that show bias towards a specific race or skin color examples include but are not limited to questions like where are you really from what are you shouldn't you be smart
2: Okay, so referring to colorism and about the comment we got about um, the Hitler and er eradicating all South Indians because of dark skins, like, I don't even understand why. Um, Regarding that, um, there is something called Fair and Lovely. Oh my god.
1: (laughs) The worst product to exist. I (laughs) know. If
2: you don't know what Fair and Lovely is, it is a skin lightening, skin bleaching product that not only is like, bad for your skin, but it's You're just orally wrong. Don't bleach it's your skin. It's just wrong. So, let's get into the statistics of it or, like, the actual real nitty-gritty stuff. So, Fair and Lovely is basically a skin bleaching practice, okay? And it's the using of chemical substances on the skin in order to achieve a lighter skin tone, a lighter complexion, okay? And it's- it's- it's a harsh process. It's very harmful and- it's extremely toxic and it's, it causes um inflammation and like pigmentation on your skin, like bruised looking pigmentations and it's not at all good for you. Um, yeah. And this is literally morally wrong. It's okay. an example of colorism and how it's still alive and well in almost all aspects of our life. Um, yeah. And it's okay. So its legacy can be obviously evident in various forms of media like movies, TV shows, Hollywoods, prefer preferred type of blackslash brown actor being mixed or light skinned. So from my personal observations, if you look in the Bollywood industry industry, yeah. industry
0: industry, um,
2: if you look in the Bollywood industry, you see that dark-skinned people are usually the comedy, side yeah, the side actors, the comedic reliefs, the, yeah, um,
1: aren't given main roles
2: basically. Aren't given main roles and the attention they need just because they're not quote unquote
1: pretty enough. Yeah, which it, like pretty has been like in our mind as like fair, but that's fair so not and key. lovely
2: and um not tan and stuff like that, like yeah. that. Like, even, like, the, the the light skin tone people are amazing. They're so beautiful as well. Like, all the actresses are light, and we all see, like, the white, you know. I just feel like that has come from, like, the European colonialism yeah. um, effect. And about how, like, w- white is beautiful, in which it is. Yeah. But dark is beautiful as well. So I've heard mul- many of my friends who probably don't even know that this is a microaggression thing to say, like mm-hmm. Tanisha explained. Yes. Oh, I look South Asian after spending South Indian. Sorry, after spending one day at the pool. And a South Indian from, from like the light to dark, like me that, and they've tanned.
1: That's what. Like they're just like grown up, I guess. Like people around them saying things like this, so it's like why, ingrained why? in their yeah. brain. But mm-hmm. still, you're like. I don't know, in the society that we live in, you're constantly around, like, maybe you know about racism and colorism, but you don't think about how, what comes out of your mouth, which mm-hmm, makes yeah. me like, yeah, I don't understand it. Yeah,
2: and like, they're, they were like, why do I look South Indian? Like, I I remember this one time, my friend said that, and I was in um, elementary school, and I, I didn't mm-hmm. understand what it meant. I did not know, because I was in what, fourth grade? Mm-hmm. I I didn't know, and yeah. I was like um
1: like i just understand what was so wrong with being south indian
2: i didn't understand what was so wrong and i was like yeah Yeah. you you look beautiful now that's great but like that's just colorism there
1: like in fourth grade i guess i didn't feel like i could like stand up to them i felt like it was being mean telling them that which is totally not like right now i would stand up to them tell them like no and i want to go back and tell Mm -hmm. them that yeah like i've been told because i'm south indian and i'm like relatively like light skin tone they're like Oh, you look North Indian. I never thought you would be, be
0: South, South Indian. Indian. Yes. And it's obviously having to do it's with just my a color.
2: differentiation between yeah. those two parts. Yeah. Like, that should not yeah. be a thing.
0: Like, I feel like North and South Indian should only pertain to geographic levels. Exactly. Not mm-hmm. like, oh, if you're white, you're North Indian. If you're dark, you're South Indian. Mm-hmm. Like
1: And even having to do with different cultures. Like, you're like, oh, you're like Bengali or you're this. And that's why you act a certain way. Yeah. Like, I just hate when that happens because like yeah. I feel like that does exist in India and people keep on saying that like oh they're like that and I'm like like it can be in grandparents it can be your parents but just tell them when they do say something like that mm-hmm. and yeah
2: like things like okay like from growing up when I was little like my mom would always not just my mom like my um grandparents and every everybody around me like um whenever I used to go to my friend's house all these aunties and their moms and everybody mm-hmm. used to say like don't go out you're going to get too mm. tanned Yes. grape yeah. potato peels on your skin um you're going to get too tanned you want to be fair
1: just I stay never the knew way potato you peels make you f- yeah like, like what i don't basic? even know
0: so now we're going to be moving on to the subject of ave and slurs so ave is an acronym for african american vernacular english so it's a-a-b-e many linguists use the label a-a-e african american english but the addition of vernacular which means common everyday language distinguishes it from the formal english uh, spoken by many african americans this language is also known as ebonics or quote unquote black english there are so many examples of um ave okay that mm-hmm. white people brown people i don't yeah like any, uh, any
2: other race yeah. other than african americans yes
0: race. that non-black say <laughs> these include but are not limited to so educate on more of these terms period cis bougie ashy Y'all, it's the blank for me. Yes, that trend is just appropriating yeah, black culture. And
2: just to, end, like, we're just yeah. educating you guys on this. It has become, it has been, like, put in our culture. Yeah. And, I mean, we're just educating you on this. So, like, we're not trying to be, like, disrespectful exactly. and being like, you can't
1: say these words. Not we, about. Didn't know about it like, we didn't know about it ourselves. We didn't
2: know about it ourselves. Yeah, you can take it
1: and do what you want with it mm-hmm. and learn from it. Let's uh, talk
0: about the history of it now. Mm -hmm. So the official origins are unknown, but a big theory is that when slaves were brought over from different regions of Africa, they developed their own regional pidgin languages, which is a grammatically simplified means of communication that develops between two or more groups that do not have a language in common in order to communicate with slavers and each other using English as a base. So this is an English-based pidgin language. So let's talk about like what it is, you know, because I know a lot of people do not know what Ave really is. Mm-hmm. But there's a huge difference between calling your partner Bay and incorporating so much Ave into your daily language that it's like you're talking in code. Okay, so it's okay if you say y'all once a day, but if you're using Ave on a daily language when you didn't grow up in um, a predominantly Black community community sorry and you're just using it to sound Mm quote-unquote cool that's that's not cool okay yeah
2: yeah and I mean to be honest like I had no clue about this until Tanisha brought it up Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and I mean like Tanisha said it's okay to use it but just don't use it to be cool like if it's already in your vocabulary exactly like it's okay if you said it before like where it's not as bad as the n-word slur or it's not like a really really bad word it's just a few of these words that I had no idea we're a part of Ave. Like I yeah. had no clue. Oh yeah,
1: like if it does make people uncomfortable, you just have to sometimes consider others' like Aliens. thoughts,
0: feelings. Yes.
2: Yeah, like yeah. our black friends, like make sure they're comfortable.
0: Yes. Let's talk about why Ave should not be used in non-black communities or should be. The use should be limited. So, first off, Ave was not made for non-blacks. So, and then, when it's used by African-American people, it is often associated with undesirable parts of society, like poverty, drugs, violence, and gangs. But when corporations or white people use it, they are saying it's it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, so,
2: basically, this is why it's wrong, Um, but if it's already, like, if you've said it, uh, don't feel guilty about it, like... That's okay that you like you you yeah. you, you say it but mm-hmm. just be aware don't be ignorant don't grow be ignorant. and learn. you you now that you've been listening to this portion you know about Ave yes. so do what you do with this information and just be aware of it just yeah. be respectful and um yeah so don't use it as often but we're not stripping these words away from you um we don't want to be like oh sorry you can't use these mm-hmm. like at all just, but like just be aware
1: yeah, just yeah, educating so. you on the words so you know what they mean. And if you like, you know, don't want to use those words on a daily basis, just like decrease your
0: Yeah. Use so basically research. appreciate the language, appreciate that it's been given to you but don't appropriate it. Mm-hmm. Understand where it's coming from, understand its culture, understand its history, but don't just use it as a prop for your everyday language. Mm-hmm. Don't just use it for your own personal gain or because it makes you look cool.
1: Also, I just wanted to say, I love <laughs> your use of the word like prop because it makes it seem like, you know, like it's something that we don't have to use. So why use it if it's making exactly. <laughs> So moving on to our next segment, we're going to be talking about stereotypes, the fact that reverse racism is a myth and double standards. So on the topic of stereotypes, all there's, cult in I mean, there's stereotypes in all cultures and all people have experienced it. So yeah,
2: stereotypes yay. are, I feel like stereotypes have been um, just the way it is just the way like we've always grouped people by race or Mm -hmm. people by color Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying it's okay I'm saying it is wrong but I feel like it's already just like engraved in our heads that like oh those are brown people those are white people yeah white people are so rich they're so Mm -hmm. cool they're so pretty black people are um, more into crime, this 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 mm-hmm. blah 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 like i I'm not saying that's right, I'm just saying these are the stereotypes that we've seen in our society, such as brown people, oh, they smell like curry um. They exactly. are engineers, they're doctors, that's yeah. it. And mm-hmm.
1: I feel like racism and colorism are already very normalized, but stereotypes are even more normalized. Yeah, and we, the can,
2: fact we yeah. literally can touch exactly. on a whole like different episode. Literally. So, we
0: literally <laughs> go on just, and like, on an, about We can this. go on
2: and on about this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So reverse racism, as I've said, it's a myth. And I'll tell you why it's a myth. It's because white people were never systematically oppressed. Mm-hmm. If you say white people are boring, white people are unseasoned, White people can't get mad at you because you're not being racist. You're just exactly. making comments. It's not
1: racism that might be more pertaining to stereotypes. Yeah. Maybe. You yeah. you
0: can be mean. You can be a bleep. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can be a bleep to white people, mm-hmm. but you can't be racist towards them. Exactly. Yeah. So- and... Honestly, we're just touching
2: on all of these little, little topics, but mm-hmm. you'll see them, you'll see conversations like this. Yes,
1: we'll grow. further their
2: episodes, of. we can totally go on. Yeah, I think it's this.
1: something we're very passionate about because everyone should be, everyone should educate others and themselves on this topic. So,
2: this is our last segment, and what we want to talk about is what we can do And what we can, and the impact of petitions and where to donate if you have the interest of donating, which is great. Mm -hmm. So, um, what can you do? You can sign petitions, but make sure they're going toward um, a specific cause. Because I haven't found this, I've researched this, and if you're just going to Black Lives Matter, like, yeah, Black Lives do matter. But it's not not going to like, A specific cause like with Breonna Taylor, mm-hmm. like if you want to donate to a specific cause like that, like mm-hmm. that would be somewhere not donate. I'm sorry, sign a petition, sign a
1: petition. or donate
2: or donate yeah. to, yeah, sign a petition or donate to a specific cause like that because that goes under Black Lives Matter, correct? Yeah, um, also just to put out there, you've probably seen change.org, it's um,
1: mm-hmm. a, sign for petitions, yeah, it's a sign yeah. for petitions website, it's in all of our bios mostly, and like put it in your bio if you want to like yeah share it but with um
2: just you can totally sign petitions there but do not donate there
0: yes. again yeah.
2: do not donate there because um they are not a non-profit organization they are profited okay. so almost like, most, majority of the money goes to change.org and not the cause you're supporting to. Mm-hmm. So yeah. make sure you are donating to a non mm-hmm. Make sure they are not getting profited because you want to, you want all of your money to go
0: to somewhere that you believe in. Yeah, yeah. like, GoFundMe, that's a great place if you want to donate to yeah, someone really. directly. And that's yeah.
1: why you should, like, research, educate yourself on the, like, website, on the place you're donating to on that topic. Right. And just signing the petition is great, but then you should also know what you're signing it for. White House
2: petitions, that's a great way to donate there. Mm -hmm. And also donating, or sorry, not donating. (laughs) I know a lot of people can't donate. Not a lot of people can go to protests, Mm -hmm. but petitions take three seconds. Three seconds to sign. Exactly. All you got to do is put your first name, your last name, and your email. A lot of people complain on saying, "Oh, I get too many emails after signing a petition." That's crazy. Literally, all you have to do is turn off the lo- no- notifications if it does bother you. Mm-hmm. So please sign a petition. Yeah. It will
0: impact. Yes, please. And there's yeah. so many
1: videos you can watch too that I've seen. To you educate post. yourself mm-hmm. too. Educate and it like, there's certain things that like. Oh yeah, like, it has
0: like a lot of ads in them that exactly. uh that when you give them ads, oh, it right. gives money to the view to the yeah. publisher which mm-hmm. gives money to the cause.
2: Aside from petitions, aside from donating, um, just for yourself, just for your mind, try being aware, aware of your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Look at mm-hmm. prejudice that you may have, but don't notice. Like microaggressions that we talk about, questions like that. Don't be afraid to stand up. And um, yeah, there's, it, just be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. Just, look at people's mindsets and try educating yourself educating, and your yourself, family, educating friends, others yeah and maybe try
1: changing something yeah. and i hope open you... up more conversations about it yeah. about friends, family. that's really important mm-hmm. bye. bye thank you for tuning in and make sure to tune in next time I got my eyes on you, you're
0: everything that I see, I want your high love and emotion.